Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great week so far. I'm excited because today I have two very special guests that I am a bit of a fangirl for. For those of you that don't know my life before my daughter Harley and you know being a business coach and entrepreneur, I was first and foremost an artist and a writer. So when I have artists come onto the show, they are very near and dear to me and I love hearing about their journey, about them becoming full-time artists. So definitely you know, enjoy the show today. Um, my two friends, really good friends here, Dan, aka Kaniela Kuna, and Jasper at Black Label, designing incredible clothing designs. Uh, this brand is so clean, you guys. I will put all the information here in this episode, so let's get to it. I like that one. I'm just recording because I like this part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, wait, what's happening? Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, you were, you were saying there was another design. Which one, Dan? Oh, yeah. There's another design that says uh, uh, Humble and Hustle uh, that he has. It's done diagonally instead of like this slant that he's got right now. He has it more of like a diagonal slant. I got to look it up, but I saw it I'm and I was like, that, right that typography, that typography like looks legit. You know, like that's legit. Yeah, because the one that she's wearing, it has like the more like rounded font and the other one's more mm -hmm. like geometric. Edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's legit. I'm uh, I'm just trying to save up to take care of a few things, but I'm definitely going to be uh, copying that one, bro. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I'm bringing up the store right now. Um, so for, I mean, we're just jumping into it. Cause I love this part. Cause like, as we're, we're talking about all of this, this is stuff I want people to hear. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for a quick recap, I have Jasper and Dan, Kaniela Kuna and Jasper um, is, how do you pronounce the name? How do you, I know that BLVCK, it throws me off sometimes. Oh, it's black. So it's yeah. like, the B is technically like an upside down A. Nice. Black label. Yeah. Nice. Um, so uh, Dan, for those of you that listened to my show before, the reason why I know him was because I was passing by walking by a mural in the Bay Area and it said good vibes in the back. And I was like, I fucking love this mural. It was just <laughs> it, it just like hit me so hard as like it, I had flashbacks of me as like starting off as an artist, you know, doing art shows. And I was like, man, I really missed that part of me. And then I tagged you guys in that photo and it was like, you know, your, yep. your sis, um, Iris, and you guys had put that mural together in the Bay Area. And I was like, it's just fucking amazing. I like love the colors and everything. It was, it's so nice. Um, so that inspired me to go back into like digging deep in the creative side, the artistry part. Um, yeah. and then with Jasper, we went to the same life coaching school and I kept seeing your name in like either circles and in your posts. And I had added you on Instagram and then I saw your clothing line as I was building mine. And I was like, fuck, this is so fucking clean, right? It's just so, like the quality, the way it looks, the design. Um, I have the store up right now. I'll, I'll put all the information for you guys listening uh, on, you know, on this podcast and also when I post it as a, the video. But I'm like looking at the store right now, blacklabel.com, and it's just so freaking clean. And for me, you know, I think we all agree it's, it's about quality work. It's about quality work, the quality of the product versus, oh, I'm just going to sell this for like one to $5 and just get as many as I can out so I can make money. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that's why I'm a huge fangirl of these two guys, which I've told them both. Because <laughs> like now I have to do a podcast with both of these guys and talk about why it's so important, like your journeys, like talking about you guys' journeys, but why it's so important to tap into that creativity. Because, you know, growing up as an artist and as I was doing those art shows, I was told so many times, Kat, you cannot make money off art. You cannot make money off it. You will be fucking a bro- broke ass artist. If you tap into your creative, you'll be broke. And I was told that, like, especially growing up Filipino, there's like, there's no money in it, Kat. You'll be like a homeless person doing art on the sidewalk, you know, like not making any money. Um, so why is it so important to, to explore that, you know, when you have that calling? And if you don't, what happens? So like all those things. Um, I want to hear from both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jasper, you want to go first? No, because I was just thinking, like, as you were saying that, I think most common people always say, like, uh, what's that saying? Like, struggling artists. Mm-hmm. When I think about it, are we really struggling if you're actually doing something that you truly love? Yeah. Like, from the outside looking in, people think we're struggling because there's no money. Yeah. But I don't know about you guys, but for myself, it's mainly just like the love, the passion of it that goes beyond money. Like it's like so fulfilling to be able to help people or to even just express yourself in a creative way. Yeah. So that's my take on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. And I have an issue with uh, coin terms that people use and struggling artists is definitely one that like I got slapped with for. I don't know, countless times, you know, saying, oh, if you don't get a nine to five job, you're never going to be successful, you know, and you're going to be a struggling, starving artist, you know, and I'm like, why, why, why is that a bad thing? I was like, you know, there's actually something uplifting in the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then little by little, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I moved out here, you know, was to just break away and kind of create a clean scale for myself to just start up on my own passions and yeah did I struggle yeah but was it worth it yeah you know and people tell me all the time it's like man you're always here early three hours you know sometimes uh one between one to three hours early at work you know before my own shift I'm like sitting at the computers already with my laptop just like open and just designing you know but I use that stuff to kind of push me forward you know I use those coin terms that kind of like agitate a little bit and then kind of use that as an inspiration to say nah bro fuck that I don't believe in that like I'm gonna flip this around you know Mm -hmm. and make it something and that's what I did like you know I just kept building with design work and before you know it people started seeing it you know a couple years ago and they're like I would buy that if you made a sticker out of it took it to an event sold out on stickers you know and stickers I was selling at the time for like three bucks uh, a sticker and some lady wanted bulk and I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring enough for bulk. And she's like, well, if I want a bulk, a bulk order, can I go through you? I was like, yeah, of course. And by the end of that night, all the stickers I had were sold out. I made $300 alone in stickers. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And, and from that, thank you. Thank you. And from that point on, I was all like, the struggle is good. I don't know why everybody's affected by a word that they think is negative, but it's actually positive, you know? So, and then I started using that to push, to push people, to let them know, you know, things like, uh, for instance, failing, failing is not an issue. Mm-hmm. Like you should be happy that you're failing because then you're going to learn from it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't learn from it, well, I mean, that's on you, 
but, <laughs> but you know, but I'm just saying, it's just like, I told people, I was like, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm afraid to learn, not learning from the failure. Ooh. Yeah. So, and I told him, so like, if I got to fail once, twice, a million times, so be it, man. You mm -hmm. know, and I dropped some knowledge on a person like a week ago where they were like saying that, oh, I'm just a failure. And I was like, nah, you're not. And I was like, because if you're a failure, then everything else is, everything else is. I was like, you know, this company had to fail 408 times before they made the product 409. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, that's not true. And I was like, look it up. I was like, they failed 408 times just, just coming out with one product for 409. And that's where they got the name from. It. Mm -hmm. And I told him, so think about how many times that person who created that, that company who created that, that person who's creating a new idea. Think of past history people who are freaking legends and they failed so many times. You know, I'm not trying to be a legend. I'm just trying to be Dan. But at the same time, it's just like, you can't give up. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. you don't give up on yourself the failure is worth the process yeah and just mic drop yeah <laughs> mic drop yeah <laughs> i love it i love that um and jasper what about your journey um you know you from your career to now full-time doing your business like how was that you know as a an artist creative artist and going through that for you uh, well, I started actually went to art school. So I did do I did four years um, at Otis out in LA. And I went through like a whole creative journey. Like when I first started, I started in high school, I was doing graphic design, you know, they had those little classes. <clears throat> and then so from there on, I was like, okay, cool, I'm into graphics. And then next thing you know, I was like, heavy into the car scenes. I was like, oh, car design and art center had car design. And so it was up until, so my journey to that was, I was like this close of getting into art center for car design. And they were like, we need to see more work. And at that point I was like, oh fuck, oh no. And I took it hard. So the work that I turned in wasn't that great. And so I had to go in and meet with one of the counselors at art center and they straight up was like, you can't draw. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, oh and so that I took like, cause my heart was so set on art center. And it was so funny. So I was like, what, where do I go next? Shit. And so I took a tour at Otis and it's so funny when I was walking there, through their like wood shop on the seventh floor at that time, I had deja vu. And it was like two days later, they're like, oh, we accepted your portfolio. And the school starts like, like on Monday or something. I was like, oh shit, everything happened so quickly. So within the first year, I had time to figure out what I wanted to do because you go through like a foundations. And then from there on, I was like, uh, so I ended up in product design. And so product design allowed me to grow and to build like stuff. We learned how to weld, we learned how to build furniture and all this stuff. And I was just like, I really love being hands-on. But when I got out of Otis, I was like, well, where'd I, what, what job would I want? And I really thought about it at that time. I was like, I want to be a furniture designer. But then I sat down, I was like, wait, how often do people really buy furniture though? <laughs> like when's the next time you're going to buy a couch, right? <laughs> so I had so much like um, skills in graphic designs and there's just so much graphic design jobs out there if you mm -hmm. really think about it. So I did that for many years. I went into a company uh, that did like handbags that did like pictures on handbags. And then after that, I went into an automotive like aftermarket place and I did photography for them and their graphics for online stuff. 
And then from there on, I was like, this isn't it. Like, I just, I don't, something's missing. Like, I don't know like what it is. And so fast forward, I moved out of California to be here in Vegas. And from there on, I started focusing on myself. I'm like, what do I want to do? So in 2014 is when I started Black Label. I was like, I'm going to do an LLC, you know, and everything. And I, at first it was a headwear company because so I was heavy into hats since I was little, always wearing snapbacks, all this and that. So I was like, oh man, there's like, because um, all the major hat brand is like what, um, Yupong is one of them that owns like FlexFit, I believe. And then there's New Era. But I was like, oh, it'd be cool to come out with my own, like, you know, so I would go to like, I'll go back to LA. I would go to downtown LA, pick out fabrics. I'm like, this would be yeah. dope for a hat, you know? And it's pretty cool because my parents, they're in Taiwan. So they actually helped me find a manufacturer. So I was shipping or I would go and bring fabrics with me. And then this little manufacturer would um, actually um, create the hats and put it together for me. And the cool part with th- about them is they were a small company too. Because most people, if you started a brand, they're like, oh, you know, your minimum order should be like 100 pieces, 200. Yeah. You're just like, oh, shit, you know? And luckily for me with them, they're like, oh, 50 is a minimum. I'm like, dope, I could do that. I could work with that. And so that's how I started Black Label. But then like what? Family, family comes in, right? Because most of the time when we get on our journeys, families always say something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my mom was like, yeah, I think you need to get a job. Oh. And I was just like, oh, fuck. And then like that year and the next year, and I was like, what, 2016? Um, Black Label was starting to like grow. And that's when she was like, you need to go get a job. And I was like, fuck, all right. So I got a job as another graphic design position. And I was there for like three years. And I was just like, every day, my motivation was like declining. Like, I didn't want to do anything anymore because my work as a graphic designer was just creating ads, menus for companies. And I was there for like three years. Yeah. And like people around me. So this is where I think who you surround yourself really matters. Oh, yeah. Everybody that I work with was not motivated. They weren't ambitious. I was like the motivated one, ambitious one. But when through time, that stuff spills over and I'm just over here like, I don't I don't want to do anything anymore. (laughs) And so Black Label just kind of like was there, but I wasn't putting much work into it anymore. Because that ambition, motivation just kind of like gone. And so it was right before the lock, the first lockdown, I quit my job. And so I was like, I had enough. Like, I am not learning anything new. I'm not being challenged. And so I'm like, I want to dive back into Black Label because I want to really not work for someone. Like, this is for me. And so it was literally like two weeks or three weeks before lockdown. So lockdown happened and, you know, everybody struggled mentally and everything like yeah. that. That's how I found Journey. Oh, nice. I ended up in Journey. And so that actually kickstarted my like self-awareness and learning how to heal, grow as a person. So Black Label was still kind of on the back burner at that time because like I need to focus on myself. Yeah. But this goes back into like if you don't bet, bet on yourself and take yourself seriously, yeah. how can you play that into your business? Yeah. And yeah. so that's kind of like what happened and so literally a year later my old boss was like hey so and so left like would you come back I'm like what is happening like history is kind of repeating itself right <laughs> so I'm like okay fine so I went back because I'm like okay now that I learned the tools I've grown a little bit maybe I can handle this higher position right I came back as a production manager and so I had to like actually handle a team and stuff like that I'm like I don't know if I'm ready for this but 
I'm thankful to have went going back because it allowed me to like test myself, see where I'm at with everything that I've done, the work for myself. And so I was only there. I lasted like two months. I was like, no, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. Like, this is not for me. You know, it was cool. Gained the experience, whatever left. And then I heavily dived into Black Label. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, finance this one printer, this heat press and all this stuff. I'm like, it's go time now. Like, I can't, can't hold back anymore. And because the more I thought about it, like, even through my journey since high school to now, like, all of that, there's like ups and downs, right? But it led me to be where I am. Yeah. Like if I didn't go through all of that, I wouldn't have built it to where I want it to be. And every day meeting new people or new clients, like it's still helping me shape my business to where I want it to be. Right. Cause we all have an end goal, but we can't get there if you don't go through your little like trial and errors and everything oh, yeah. like that. And so just growing from that really helped me to build it to where I am today. And the reason why like I keep black label really clean is because I want to cater to artists it's kind of like a blank canvas on a shirt, like you design it. And I have the tools and I can understand your design language because creative minds versus like, I don't know, somebody in business. It's like, it doesn't work. Like it's just yeah. so oh, different. Yep. <laughs> and so true. It, it's hard to translate that sometimes. And just also personal experience from going to print shops or embroidery shops, yeah. you know, I've done that. I've made my mistakes too. Like some guy came came to me and was like, hey, I want these uh, embroidered. I was like, cool. And then they wanted it in bulk, but I only have like a single machine. So I was like, oh, I had to outsource. So I outsourced it. I sent um, the artwork and everything to the local place out here. And next thing you know, when I picked it up, I was like, shit. There was like two dozen hats that was just done like not right. Uh, yeah, there was uh, like no communication between me and the print shop. They just whatever I sent them, there was no proof, no nothing. They took it, they did it. And I was just like, oh, so I felt so bad that I just like, I took a hit. I like refunded the guy like half. I'm just like, I'm so sorry this came out wrong. Like, you know, and because of like those little situations allowed me to be like, no, fuck that. Like there's such a gap between this communication between like manufacturers or like whatever print shops too like even when I was working like we were technically a print shop like we printed our own menus and and so I kind of learned that operation and there was still that like miscommunication from the you know printer and to like designers so I'm like okay there's a big issue when it comes to this so I want to be able to bridge that gap which I which is why I'm doing black label the way that I'm doing as a designer first yeah. And then just learning on my own, like all this printing stuff is like hands yep. on. I learned my on my own or through YouTube or something, you know? Yeah. So, yep. yep. Truth. And so I also want to give people that ability to like really create what they want to and like how it comes out on a shirt that they envision comes out like that in person. Yeah. You know? And so that's why I'm building Black Label and like going about it in that in that way and more personalized mm-hmm. because every piece is personal. And yeah. I only. And now, like the last time we all spoke, it really allowed me to think, I'm like, who do I really want to work with? Right. And so now I'm like narrowing it down. Like my ideal client is just people that really want something personalized that that means something to them. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want to come in and make that happen. Mm. You know, so I don't know that was like super long, but that's like, no, no, I love it. I love it. It was good. That's my first time hearing your story for that. And it's just like, fuck, there's so many things, takeaways from that. Like the fact that you 
you jump bravely, like right before pandemic, I hear a lot of like artists that fully went all out right before the pandemic and then expanded, started their business during the pandemic. That is like, that takes some hella balls. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, who would really do that? Um, and uh, real quick about the difference between, you know, when you, you own a business and you outsource and um, you pay someone else to like do all of that versus you as the artist, you're in the trenches. I like to say you freaking learned from every fabric, how, the, how they design that, how they ship that, how, what does that look like? It's totally different when we all start a business, it's fucking powerful. Not to, not to say that they're like shit or whatever, but <laughs> it's a complete <laughs> different perspective, right? Dan, we talked about this, the artist, I starting a business versus you're a business you own and you just outsource, right? it's yeah. totally different yeah 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 just running it from your own you know um pretty much just owning it you know everything that you do instead mm -hmm. of uh you know just kind of like pushing it out and saying oh have this person take over this and then that and before you know it's like you don't really have any ownership of anything that mm -hmm. you actually started you know so uh owning your own foundation yeah. you know to what you see what you visualize what you dream of what you want to build you know that's that's huge and i think that you know i definitely grasped a lot of that uh when we all went into lockdown you know and i just told myself cool um i guess i got a whole bunch of time on my hands to do something with you know and little by little it's just you just use it you just build it you tell yourself you know the time that i have right now is it is it useful or is it going to be useful for other things that mm -hmm. really won't make an impact later? You know, I get it. Netflix is cool. You can watch that for hours, right? <laughs> but, but like with all those hours, would you want to reverse that and be able to like put in eight hours of your own work and then an hour of a show instead of doing eight hours of a show and then only giving yourself an hour to your work? Like that doesn't make sense to me, you know? So it's like you start to realize where your true value is at, you know? Yeah. I love that you guys like all are building your dream, no matter what anyone says. And that can be very hard, especially what you said about family, friends, other people's opinions. We, we talk about that all the time. Like I know all three of us, we talk about, um, you know, how that can be disruptive or like other people's opinions. Right. But I, I put out this post yesterday of like the reason why it took me so long to get where I am and which I know we all all experience is because we let other people's opinions trump over our dream for ourselves. Why do we fucking do that? Right? Because I get that. That's innate. That's a natural thing. Like we love our friends and family. We want to honor maybe some kind of like their opinion or, you know, um, especially like our parents or, or whatnot or the people we love. But at the end of the day, like, will that make you happy? Right? If you listen to everyone else, their their plan for your life would that make you happier yeah. than doing your own yeah yeah no i mean and that's that's one of the big reasons why i made the jump that i did to come over here you know um back to california you know um leaving the islands just because i was too comfortable in a state of mind that i knew needed to change mm -hmm. and then college came through and they're like oh wow we accepted your work cool you're gonna go to san francisco i'm like cool never been you know and i'm just like let's just make the jump let's just take that leap of faith you know and just do it and to be honest there was only three people who actually truly supported the idea of me going mm -hmm. where 
everyone else just kind of told me, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what's out there. You're not going to make money, you know, off of your artwork. You know, you're, you're going to be a starving artist. And I was all like, I don't know why, but that's not stopping me, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and some people were just like, well, fine, leave then. You know, I, I got told that face value. And I was just like, uh, I, I kind of am actually like, I already have a plane ticket <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, whatever, you know? And then four years after I did college or three and a half, whatever, you know, then it's like those people wanted to come back and say, Hey, congrats. I've like support you the whole way through. And it's like, mm, I don't know about that, but I know that I supported myself and that's the main thing, you know, and supported my idea, supported my belief, you know, that I could do something with it. And to, to be even, even more real, I didn't know where I was going to go after college. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and then all of a sudden, things just started kicking in because I started telling myself that I could do these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you have that true belief in yourself, uh, that's kind of your foundation right there that you built. And then from that point on, it was just the artwork, the passion, the business, the buildup. You know, I mean, uh, long story short, uh iris uh i would love to get her on a podcast too with all of us um she she actually was having um kind of a rough time at a a moment and i just told her let's go to the melt i got something to show you Mm -hmm. and this was like four years ago and she was like okay and i told her get anything you want on the menu i just want you to take a seat take a breather i got something to show you eventually i opened up the book uh, that I carry with me all the time that I jot down, sketch out, whatever, you know, and I told her, read all this. I'm going to go get our order. And then she like, I got back to the table and she's like, wait, is this your business? Are like you branding yourself? And I was like, Shh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and she was just like, what? She's like, are you serious? This is what you're going to do. I was like, yeah, I want to. And she's like, how are you going to start? I don't know. I'm just going to start right now. And she goes, what I was like yeah I told her but you'll you'll know I'll let you know and then sure enough like six months down the road boom I just launched it out there it was like my birthday I think or something I said um welcome to Koa yeah uh this is my business and um I'm just gonna keep building and then from that point on even still to this day I still carry it forward you know so I love it it is lonely (laughs) like um and I think that's what we all agree is that sometimes and I've I just spoke you know, to you about that, Jasper, too, is that like, and you're saying that it is very fucking lonely building like this as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, um, especially as an entrepreneur, how, how many times in your life and to like worldwide collective, (laughs) have you like met other people that are able to be like, have passionate conversations like this? It is like so fucking awesome. Right. And like, you know, you were saying how it's hard to talk with other people like that. Right. Jasper is what we talked about. Yeah, it's really hard to even get along because like, I mean, for me, it was kind of a different, not different, but like when I moved out to Vegas, I had I had to move in with my sister. And then it was one of those things where it's like all these friends that I thought I had all just disappeared after I moved. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like forced into like an isolation period. And that's when I was like, all right, it's just me. Because even back then when I was working at that one um, aftermarket uh, car place, I had a coworker that wanted to start a clothing line, right? 
So I jumped in it with him. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, you know? And I was always the hype man. I'm like, yeah, I'm always all for everything. Like anybody that has an idea, I'm always like, yeah, go fucking do it, you know? (laughs) Yes. But then I realized like I was the only one carrying the weight. I was like, what is happening? Like, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think that's why people say don't go into business with friends because (sighs) it just does not work out sometimes. And yeah, so I was kind of forced into that isolation, just like with my sister. And even then my sister, because she worked a full-time job. And at that time I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So that's when I was doing Black Label. But because she works that like, she worked long hours. So whenever she saw me, she thinks I'm not doing shit. Like she just thinks I'm just sitting there like living off of her and all this and that, you know? But I was like on my phone, on social media, promoting like Black Label, doing all this stuff. Like I stayed up late because I had like clients from like the UK and all this stuff, you know? to them and that's why she had the relationship with my mom and that's how she threw me under the bus in the first time that's how I had to get a job but just going through the journey even to this day until like now that I connected with you guys like it's it's been lonely like but I've been lucky enough to like the people that I kind of surrounded myself in are all entrepreneurs like my barber you know started Mm -hmm. his own shop my uh, personal trainer he does his own thing you know and so I was lucky to even meet like these two people that went into it. And it's weird because the universe works in weird ways. Yes. Yeah. The time I went into <laughs> the, what are the Red Wings, like shoe company, whatever. And the, yeah. my, the old man there, he was the owner. And then he just out of nowhere had this talk like, yeah, you know, me and my wife just decided to be a franchise for the shoe. And it's the best decision I ever made. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why, is, why are all these people talking to me about like being an entrepreneur? Like what is happening? Right. <laughs> but yeah. So even until now, like I still do things by myself. I don't, you know, I wish I had more people I can like bounce ideas off of because it's hard to bounce ideas off by yourself. Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah it is journey it is a very lonely journey but I think some of us I know for me it did wonders for me because I was always just surrounded by um a lot of people like when I was in the car scene it was just like a lot of you know friends but it's not the same yeah it's now now it's about quality not the quantity exactly Ah, that there is the go. topic. I love that because shit, everything you were saying, Jasper, some, I was just venting to Dan, like, dude, like friends, family, like, you know, you would think would be supporting you on your journey lovingly, but I know they're showing up with fear. I'm not saying they're like shitty family members. It's like they, they're showing up projecting their own fear because they do care, but they just don't know how to show that. Mm. Um, and, and there are also some people that don't want to see you win. That's a different part right? Yep. But they're like, yep. if they're working on something all the time, they're thinking, wait, I, I'm not really doing that much. And they're going to try to bring you down. Maybe they don't even mm-hmm. realize they're doing that. Um, so it does get very lonely. And, and I was just telling my sister the other day, like, dude, you know, I have no friends here in San Diego. I don't see anyone, but my friends I see on zoom, like right now, this is, <laughs> this is all I get. I have never even met these two guys that are on here, which is crazy. Right. But it's like, we're like family, like already, like I'm already like Jasper, you're in the worldwide collective. You're going to be a member here. You already know it. Um, <laughs> because you're talking about bouncing ideas every day. That is what we do all day freaking long. Like this is the place to do it. Um, and you're right the universe like works its magic to show you the way and if you don't respond it's going to keep throwing shit at you either you're going to leave your job you're going to go through shit maybe losing your place or ending a relationship the universe is constantly going to be throwing shit at you until you wake the fuck up 
yeah. right? Or yeah. either you give in and you're like, oh, I'm going to go back to my nine to five job and forget my dreams, not even work on it on the side and shut it off. But I feel like that that's going to eat you up inside. There are some people that are able to just do that. But I know us three are entrepreneurs because that we will never settle in that way. Yeah, well, like, uh, it, it's funny that you bring up about relationships, you know, and I'm not trying to bash on any past <laughs> relationship that I had, you know, but it's like they they always push me to kind of like hey, you should just get a better job, uh, a job in graphic design, you know, step out of the job that you're in already because you don't look happy, you know, get out of the art because it doesn't look like it's fulfilling, you know, what you want to do. And I'm like, that's funny because I love my artwork. <laughs> and and they're just like, well, you know, you need something that's going to be more stable. You can't just be out and about running around with all these ideas and do nothing about it, mm. you know? And I've had like my past relationships, I've had like sit down talks where they just kind of like, vented to me about how I spend I sorry but I spend more time on my artwork than I do sometimes with <laughs> those relationships and it was just because it's like you know the repetitious nature of like let's go watch a movie let's go walking let's go get you know food and stuff and before you know it it's like if I'm already knowing what I'm going to be doing in the relationship and my adventure is in my work and not in the relationship like what am I going to do you know this is on me to make the decision you know do I let it go and then pursue me or do I pursue them and listen to them and, you know, and, and live a nine to five, live a, 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 a substantial, you know, easygoing, you know, calendar of events instead of the random ass shit that I do all the time. And I was all like, nah, I got to give into my adventures. You know, those late nights at like walking around at night and people texting me up going, what the hell are you doing at three in the morning walking around? <laughs> You know, it's like, I can't sleep. I got too many ideas. I got to jot them down, you know? So, and I used to do that in my relationships and I felt so bad because this was always going, but it wasn't for them, you know? And I felt like that was my selfishness in a way. And I was like, I can't, I can't continue doing this and expecting everything to work. I have to figure these things out. And then that's when I started realizing that like, I got to go solo on this. You know, mm. I got to do my own thing because if that's not being seen equally in the relationship, you got to do something about it. Right. And to be honest, your relationship to yourself must be the most important thing first mm -hmm. before anything else. Mm. You have to realize that you got to look at yourself in the fucking mirror and tell yourself you matter. Mm. You matter above everything else. that's worldly. That's uh, above everybody else. It's above friends, family. You got to tell yourself that you're worth it because if you don't, all that is going to take over and you're not living that purpose that you believed in, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's where I took the, the major jump and I went with it. And to be real, I maybe have five people, one handful. They like, I share my design workout before mm -hmm. I even launch it out there, mm -hmm. you know? And one of my, one of my dearest, most awesome, greatest friends, Lena Tran, mm -hmm. when I send her a design, Lena's, like she'll reply right away sometimes when it like bothers her and she's like Dan what the fuck is this Dan why would you post this out there and I'm like uh, uh sorry you know and she's like she's like this is not your work she's like stop doing other work she's wow. like stop moving from you she's like I already see this shit all over the place and she she does she has friends that like merchandise out there she goes out there to events she sees things and she's tired of the repetitious patterns and she's like, if you're tired of it, Dan, she's like, 
then stop doing the same things that everybody else is putting out there on the table. Do something different, you know? And I'm like, okay, you know, my bad. And then she'll hit me back later on. She's like, I don't mean to bite your head off, but do you see what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, I do. I already scrapped it. Don't worry. You're good. (laughs) So, but like, you need that though, you Mm -hmm. know? And I like, it's a rarity. It's a rarity to have because even Iris will tell me straight up. She's like, I don't like it. (laughs) She's like, I don't like it. She's like, it's not you, you know? And that's when I'm like, okay, cool. Scrap that design and then come back to it, you know? Yeah. But a lonely life. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. But it also has its many perks too, you know? It has its many uh, perks of building you, making you something more than you were yesterday, Yeah. you know? Because yesterday you didn't create that design, but today you did. So yesterday doesn't matter because that pushed you forward to today. So now your future is happy with you, yeah. you know? So, and that's one more design that somebody else can go out there and be like, oh shit, Jasper, if you put that on a hoodie, I'll buy that you know and it's just like oh shit there's my motivation right there you know and then you realize that those customers that keep coming back to you are the ones that matter because they see the value in you because Mm -hmm. you see the value in you and you see the value in them Mm yeah oh shit Sorry, guys. I kind of blow up sometimes. I mean, like, like, yeah, I get like, to a point uh, where I'm like, pop, 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 I don't know how to respond you know? to that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. For real, for real. Like, I don't know. Like, I get, really I, like ab- <laughs> I get, I get heartfelt about it because I care. Like, I care about being on here with Cat all the time. I care about <laughs> being connected with you, Jasper. Like, remember when when we had that quick phone call? Yeah. And I just wanted to get to know you. You know, yeah. like that's heart bruh you know and like (laughs) there's so much heart that's missing out there you know there's so much realness that's missing out there for everybody's purpose of what they love doing Mm -hmm. you know whether you're an artist a musician you know you like making things out of clay paper mache whatever you want to go skydiving like you find a purpose in all that good man go pursue that don't have anybody stop you because the minute that somebody tells you no you immediately want to fight back, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, why not? No, why waste the energy to do that when you just, you can just say, okay, cool. Thank you for your opinion. I'm going to still go do my shit though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and like one of my, one of my homeboys, um, uh, a brother of mine, his name is Juan. He just got his certificate for going uh, uh, skydiving. So he can now, I believe if I read it correctly, he can now do solo skydiving. And I know that he's been working up on that for a while. So for him to just get that certificate now, like hands down to that guy, mm-hmm. you know, because he didn't stop. He didn't quit. And he's another artist too. If you guys want to look him up, it's a uh, trial and error on Instagram, trial oh, and error. That's a good I like name. That name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's an SF native. Uh, just kept on building up with it. I work with him um, at the store. He was uh, working as a voluntary uh I want to say voluntary firefighter uh, or helping out to volunteer uh, with the firefighters. But, um, and now he's doing some other stuff, but he never quit on his passions. Mm-hmm. You know, he never stopped drawing. Like yeah. he would show me, you know, some of the stuff that he got going on before he did this whole try and, uh, trial and error thing. And then I'm like, Brett, this is sick. Keep going with it. And then now he does his own stickers. He makes his own stickers from home. Yeah. You know, and he builds off of that. But he never quit. And I told him, don't ever fucking quit. To each yeah. and every person out there that yes. I saw them with their passions, don't ever quit. 
Don't ever quit. Don't、uh, listen to people who say, "Oh, stick to a nine to five." No, 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 no. Your nine to five should be yourself, and then some. Oh shit! I love that, dude. I just want to go back to. I don't want to like call people out, but don't be that friend. <laughs> like, like, why do? Why are you doing that? Like, those that are listening, and I'm speaking as a parent, as a brother, sister, whatever, your friend, whatever, is like we raise our kids, and I, I was thinking about this so hard yesterday, like watching my daughter paint. Like she, it was like six thirty in the morning, and she was like, "I want to paint," and I'm like, "Okay, I guess we're painting at six thirty in the morning,、yes. you know." And she was painting, and she's so focused. Her face is like so focused, and she's only three. And I'm like, "All right, she's she's like hardcore into that, right?" And we all forget that we all were that kid. We were doing、mm-hmm. something we loved.、Um, we were creating something. We were, you know, artists. And why don't we hone in on that for life? Why are we now no like you're Filipino? You have to be a nurse. Not calling out my friends, but it's like just remember when you tell your family members and you're Filipino and you're like my kid is gonna be a nurse, a doctor. Not saying that's a bad thing. Also remember that they have their own dreams, right? And honor that. And so seeing my daughter create, you know, for herself like her own artwork, and you know. Uh, her baby daddy being like, go into the medical field, go into be a nurse, a doctor, whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna let her fucking choose, okay?、Yeah. Like, don't be like telling her she has to be whatever. You know, she has so many amazing skill sets. I can see that, and it's reminding me, like, just cultivate that, right? And why cannot, why can't we continue to cultivate that with our loved ones, with our kids, with our our family? Why, why stop? Right? Why?、Um, why tell them like, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that, right? And show your fear that way. So I don't know. I guess like, in that sense, in our in other our nine to five, you get lost in that because sometimes you're building someone's someone else's dream for so long, you fucking forget your own dream, right? And you're like a you're kind of a zombie. Again, not not to talk shit about anyone in nine to five. That's fine, right? There's nothing wrong with that.、Yeah. But、Maybe、don't forget, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna、uh, piggyback off of that a little、mm-hmm. bit. I think my biggest takeaway when I went through the first lockdown was just do it, just do everything. Because why? We're not gonna get this time back.、Yeah. And if you work a nine to five, I know that's okay for some people, but for others, it's like just take the risk and do it. Because why? Once you Retire. You're too old to do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. <laughs> do it now when you're still young. Is what I'm like trying to do now. It's what I live by because、yeah. I'm healthy enough right now to do everything I want to do. Because once I'm old, I probably can't do it anymore. <laughs> you know. So、yeah. it's like I want it. I I've been wanting to learn how to skateboard, but I haven't done it yet because I'm like scared shitless because I don't want to hurt myself. <laughs> but I'm not gonna be able to skateboard when I'm 50. You know, <laughs> like I should try to learn now. So regardless of if it's your own business venture or just anything hobby, just like just go out and just do it. And my biggest thing it goes back to like that's why I like the name trial and error too because you won't know if it's for you until you do it, and that can blossom、okay. into something else. You can try it, you hate it, cool. At least you you can sit there and be like I I tried it, it wasn't for me. Let's move on to the next. Or you try it and it just like goes into some other bigger ideas that leads you down to where you're supposed to be. But I think a lot of people get stuck into that fear factor, right? It's just、yep. like, do we want to do it? Do we no? And then you don't have the support. So when you don't have the support either, that's hard. 
So I think for, for myself in my own journey, it took the isolation and just being away from most people, which is why I only have like five, five friends too. But like, <laughs> it allows me to hear my own thoughts, my own voice. And then that I'm able to push forward. Because mm-hmm. I was someone that was easily influenced by like parents, yeah. friends, you know, and, and then like going back to like relationship stuff too, like for me, it was mainly like a lot of my relationships that I was in. Now I look back, it's like, they all held me back. Mm. Every time I did yeah. a relationship, it was like, boom, I hit the ground running. And then like, I'm a sucker for relationships. I like am back into my cycles and patterns, you know, but right? I had to learn, I had to learn and get through that. And now I know that's my cycle pattern. I'm like, I can't. And now where I'm at, as I get older, you, you learn to know your like non-negotiables and friendships. You Ooh. want people that add to your life, not add chaos, drama, whatever. Someone that just matches your energy and just adds to your life in like all the positive ways and even if you go through down times they understand you they hear you they give you that space and those are hard to find so keep those that actually do hear you that give you the space that add to your life in a positive manner Mm -hmm. that's all i got right now (laughs) (laughs) keeping close bro keeping close Hey, you got five plus two right here, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slowly growing, slowly growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right though. You're right though because um, I'm gonna take it back to uh, my sister. I call her my sister, uh, but Iris, Iris, and I have been uh, friends for years now. We went to college together. We ran the print shop together. We ran the tech stations together, and so on. But then we started running the art shows together. And we were in a couple of collectives together and we found out that we do a lot more stuff together outside and away from everyone else. You know, um, us two as solo artists, we both agree that each other is like the only person that we've actually ever worked with or trusted a thousand percent to know, to sync up with, to carry on an idea, to then build the murals, to build the event to do everything like we can almost like we we have so much of a strong synchronicity to each other that we don't even have to say anything it's just like boom boom you could just be like oh my gosh I saw it and she's like yeah you did and I'm like yeah I was like cool let's just do it this way and then before you know it like we painted exactly what we wanted together Hmm. without like any questions hesitations and and she had brought it up to me and she goes I honestly can say, brother, that you're the only person that I'll go out there and paint murals with. Mm. And I was like, I know. (laughs) And she goes, no, I mean that. And I said, okay. And she goes, because nobody else is in sync like we are. Mm -hmm. Like how, and me and her, I think we've done seven, maybe eight murals, or it's going to be eight murals soon. Because we got a mural that we're putting up at her friend's restaurant here next month in March. Um, so it's going to be a mural on the inside. Um, I'm hoping to really like get some good video for all that and everything from the processes. But anyways, it's like, that's how many times that we've worked together just as solo artists, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something to hold dear to because that's a treasure to have, to be able to work with somebody like that, you know, and, and it's, and it's hard to find, you know, so um, shout outs to her. And uh, she is definitely the hoku in my life. 
Pokemon oh, star. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's just, I don't know. I, I noticed it on this video. I've been mentioning everyone else, you know, <laughs> and like, and like, you I, were I just, name dropping. I, just, I was like, dang. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it's just like, it, it's funny because like we, we talked about how, you know, there's a very, very small percentage of support, but that small support that we have makes the biggest impact for us to get everything done, to get everything where we want to be and do there at that point, mm -hmm. you know? So to everyone that I've like mentioned on here, yeah. To you two, yeah. You know, like I want to continue doing all of this and then some and more, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. So shout outs to everybody. Oh shit. I fucking love it. Well, we're about to sign off soon. Damn, this was so fucking good. I, I can't wait for everyone <laughs> to hear this and see this because I'm going to do clips of this, but you know, I want to say I'm writing notes like as we're talking, I'm like, these are the symptoms, the side effects as being an entrepreneur, I'm going to start using that. And what is the cure <laughs> is to just fucking jump, right? To jump. Yeah. And if you're afraid to, you already have three people here that are on your side yeah. that have experienced like, you know, the ups and downs, the ebbs, the flows, um, people thinking, you know, you're, you're failing, you're, you suck, you're, you know, you shouldn't, you should stop. They're going to throw all these things at you. But now you have three people here that are ready to, you know, team up with you and work towards like whatever it is, your goals, your dreams, um, AKA also Worldwide Collective. <laughs> I'm gonna yep. name drop that. Uh, we have workshops every single month, uh, Ladies Night Networking. It's a women empowerment group. And the guys, I feel like Jasper, I'm gonna throw Jasper is a perfect person to bring <laughs> to this fucking men's like, this men's workshop right Dan yep. I mean yep. I we, already, yep. we already know um it's like that's the perfect person right there that can also help support you towards you know your dreams your goals so you are not alone and for those listening and watching stop using that excuse now that you don't have the support or resources or tools we're literally throwing names at you and like groups at you and workshops and people we're here we're literally like I, you text me, I will answer. You email me, you reach out. I will put all of our handles and information um, uh, along with this like recording. So I just want to thank you guys for being on the show with me. I already know. I'm like, shit, it's going to be another series, Dan. It's already yep, It will be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, it's already, already going to happen. Shit. My mind's already like, oh man, this is going to be, this is going to be a clothing brand, Jasper. <laughs> Do it. Oh, yeah. this right now, you guys that are listening to podcasts, but I wear this sweater like all the fucking time. It's my favorite um, by design, uh, by Black Label. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys for being here. And yeah, I am looking forward to our next recording. And I will share again all the information handles to these two guys. And I will talk to you guys soon. And take care. Take care. Sure. Aloha. Hi. Bye.